When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I miss you, man. I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you, I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you. Well, well, well. Another episode of I Miss You Man. My name's Lonnie. His name's Dylan. How you doing, Dylan? Doing great, Lonnie. How's your day going so far, mate? Pretty, pretty good, man. Pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's great. Before we get going, I've got a two-part question. Mm. What is I Miss You Man normally about? And mm-hmm. follow-up question, what is this special mini-series all about? Oh, my God. That's, that's so much to lay on a man when he hasn't even finished his morning coffee, but I'll try and get through it. <laughs> I miss you, man. Normally about you and me taking each other on a journey through anything, Lonnie. Could be life, pop culture, and everything in between. But this mini-series that we're doing is where we do a deep dive into the filmography of our favourite actor, Christina Ritchie. Oi, oi, oi. Oi, oi, oi. Exactly right. Now, we say mini-series. It's going to be a long mini-series because she's been Our so longest many. series, I think. Yes. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Uh, but yes, you're right, exactly right. Christina Ritchie, going through the filmography. This episode is about Last of the High Kings. And as you just mentioned off air, also <laughs> called Summer Fling. In some regions, yes. Yeah, yes. Including the region of YouTube, but we watched this film. <gasps> you naughty boy, we weren't supposed to say that. Oh, Dylan, it's on YouTube and no one seems to care, okay? <laughs> yeah, alright, fair enough, fair enough. Because I think, you know, there are some movies that get on YouTube and people will put the copyright claim in and try and take it down. Some movies, they just don't care. And this is one of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll give you a little bit of background in case you don't know much about um, Summer Fling slash Last of the High Kings. <laughs> it is uh, directed by David Keating, who also uh, co-wrote the script with Gabriel Byrne, you know, famous Irish actor. Mm, uh, who's also he's in this, eh? Yeah, he's got a small role, a smallish mm. role. Mm. Um, it's based off a novel originally... Um, written by Ferdia McGanna, uh, came out in 1996. Uh, and we'll speak pretty freely about it in all its glory in a moment. Um, but, you know, it stars Christina Ritchie in a small, too small role, if you ask me, Dylan, but effective, I would say. I don't think we have any right to complain after seeing her for 30 seconds in <laughs> passing out of Carolina. So this is like, this is a treasure trove compared was, it was to a, that. Exactly right. And the whole film itself was a welcome reprieve after that one. Yes. Um, also stars Jared Leto in his first film role. Oh, first ever. Yeah, I think he'd been on TV for a bit, but this is his first feature. Yeah, mm. Okay, okay. So what's the general plot, Dylan? Can you just give us a bit of an overview before we get into the thick of it? Well, I can. I can, Lonnie. So Jared Leto, as you mentioned, plays Frankie Griffin. Mm. He's a kind of uh, lazy, directionless idiot. <laughs> Do I dare go that far? No, that, I've written sad case here. So. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. He just got called a sad case. Yep. <laughs> um, he thinks he's failed his finals at school mm. um, and he wants to have a good summer before his results results come home and uh, 
assuming Lee's mum kills him for doing so bad. <laughs> Basically. So, yeah, it's very much set in that sort of in-between time between um, finishing school and your next part of your life and very, very much so getting results and then moving on to the next part of your life as a, as a you know, kid, as a 17 yeah. or 18-year-old. Um, so it's a coming-of-age story, basically, isn't it? Oh, I guess, yeah. Yeah. And I like coming-of-age stories. I, 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 This is sort of my jam. I don't like them when they're boring, Dylan. <laughs> oh, no! You know what I mean? It's like, it has all the elements there, but it just doesn't all come together into interesting film for me. Well, I was going to say... The risky run about making a movie about a directionless young man wasting his summer away mm. is that you have a film that feels equally directionless yeah. and ends up wasting your time away. <laughs> I think I think you've hit the nail on the head there, Dylan. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a sad case. He doesn't care much about anything, so it's hard to care much about him. Um, he's sort of, he's got into these girls and he wants to impress the girls. That's That's... Fair enough, I suppose that that's the sort of thing that happens in these sort of movies. But like, there's no way they'd be interested in him because he's such a boring, not interesting person, don't you reckon? Yeah, yeah, he's not really into anything, is he? Really? No, he's like... just kind of a rebel for the sake of that's his age and that's what he's expected to do, I guess. But yeah, and his mates are equally not that, not that interesting. Oh, one loves Elvis Presley. <laughs> that's his. That's his plot. <laughs> <laughs> it's defining characteristic, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as I said, I like this sort of stuff, but I think it could have done been done better because it has been done better in other films in the past. Um, so can we talk about Christina first up? But that's what people want to hear about, don't they? They want to hear all about Christina Ritchie on the Christina Chronicles. Yeah, oi, oi, oi. Uh, she's got a small role. Small role, but quality role. I would agree. And so I think we mentioned it's all set in Ireland and Jared Leto's mm. doing an Irish accent, which I think is for the most part okay. Every Serviceable. Now yeah, yeah. It kind of breaks, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Towards the end especially, I thought. His accent isn't as good as Catherine O'Hara's, but, you know, yeah, that's okay. We're getting there. Don't oh, yeah. Hello. <laughs> uh, and so Chris, so his, his dad's gone over to America. He's like an actor, but seemingly not a great actor, but like... He's always on the run, always on the, on the run. Oh, on the run? Oh, no. <laughs> so, was I reading too much into that? No, he's always on the road, I should say. Yeah. And for some reason, he's friends with Christina or Christina's parents or something in America. And Christina is going for a holiday um, to to Ireland. Yeah. And so she's like, oh, why don't you, you know, go stay with like my family for a few days and, you know, I've got a kid you can hang out with or whatever. And Christina is just very much like a peppy American from, is she from Milwaukee, I think? Yeah, um, yeah. And I've got a quote here, and I think I should read it out to you. Okay. Um, so the quote is from Empire, who gave it three out of five um, mm. stars. Yeah. And then they were pointing out the sort of incongruity, don't know if I said that right, <laughs> about um, him being in real life, being a very attractive young star like a, you know he's been on tv he's a heartthrob basically and in mm. the film he's a very handsome young man even though he's playing a dropkick basically yeah yeah um here's the quote unfortunately the fact that frankie would in real life have to beat off girls with a stick escapes everyone but richie who in a brief but amusing appearance as an american cousin goes straight for the guy's zipper yeah pretty much yeah yeah and he doesn't like it does he 
unacceptable behaviour, <laughs> I feel. How dare you? How could you turn down Christina Ricci, Lonnie? And, and she just wants to go to the movies and have a good time. Like, she's being friendly in that yeah. sort of classic, stereotypically American, very friendly way. Yeah. And he's just being so nasty to her. Yeah, he's just uh, ignoring her, not appreciating her. It's just mm. mm-hmm. disgraceful. And disgraceful. He won't even say goodbye to her when she leaves. No, no. Too embarrassed. Yeah. Not good. No, not good. And she's like way better than those girls he's going after. Yeah, it, it's funny the way the film was written. It's like he's going after these girls and he can't talk to them and he's having trouble. And then like this really beautiful, um, bright American girl basically throws herself at him and he's like, not for me. No. <laughs> yeah, no, but don't think so. None of no, that. You're in my lap. You're like, you've basically fallen into my lap, but no. Get off. Yeah. Uh, but have that said, though, there's one moment in this film that I want to die watching, Dylan. Oh, Do you know okay. what I'm talking about? It involves okay. Christina. Oh, the bus. <laughs> On the bus. The cheerleading. She yeah. starts a cheerleading chant about how much she loves Frankie. <laughs> and that's embarrassing enough, right? Yeah. I, I, it's cringy, but sure. The worst part is the whole bus loves it. <laughs> oh, that's the best part. She owns it, and they recognise that. Yeah, and that that's true. They're they're, you know, you you put out positive energy into the world, you get positive energy back. I suppose yeah. is the idea. <laughs> uh, but it was it was a bit embarrassing to watch, and I was kind of with Frankie in that moment. But at the same time, roll with it, dude. Just be like, he probably got undiagnosed depression. I understand that. And he's gone through shit and his dad's on around and his mum's crazy and he's got a weird family. I'll get all that. But come on. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to talk about the mum? I do. <laughs> okay, go on. It's our girl. Yes, sir. Catherine O'Hara. AKA Moira Rose. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Moira Rose from Shits Creek. Um, I don't know if I can go back and watch any Catherine O'Hara movies again because <laughs> this just felt like it was Moira Rose playing a crazy Irish mum. Yes. Like it felt like that's an accent that she would put on. That's the kind of performance she would do. Like, am I crazy? <laughs> you're not crazy, Dylan. I am? No, you're not. It, it felt to me like like we'd cut back, you know, on a video or something like a flashback from Shit yeah. Creek or something like they're playing an awards clip or something and she's there putting on an Irish accent in a bad film. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. It's very surreal. It really was. And I think she was good. Oh, um, yeah. We've great. got lots of residual love for her because we love Shit's Creek and we love Catherine so much. Um, and I'm not saying she was bad in the film. I think it kind of felt like she was in a different movie. Perhaps a better movie, a more fun movie. Yeah, seemingly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, and I guess that was the the contrast between the sad case son and the the, the mum who's you know, kind of manic depressive almost. He's very much mood swings and all that. And and I guess she's trying to fill her life when her husband is away all the time and she's raising all these kids by herself. I understand all that, but I think it just didn't quite gel for me. Mm, okay okay yeah that's that's fair point and yeah no she's crazy like <laughs> yeah. she was hamming it up yeah. um she was actually insane like that's probably the best scene in the movie the scene where um the wall the wall scene outside oh, of the yeah. house yeah. yeah explain that one to us Dylan. 
Well, it's like um, she has a, a British neighbor who's apparently not British. But anyway, hmm. um, she like asks her daughter who's climbing on a wall outside her house to get down. And then Catherine O'Hara just goes off at this guy. <laughs> and she's just like, you know, how dare you? You know, the British don't oppress us anymore. Don't know if you've gotten the news. <laughs> he's just like, I'm not British, I'm Irish. With a very strong British accent, so I don't know what's happening there, but... Yeah, I guess he was trying to, like, self-identify as Irish because he's been there for many years, but she's likely been here for thousands of years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know, my children have the blood of the high kings in them. Yeah. No one tells us what to do. Children, get up on this wall. We're walking <laughs> on the wall. Yeah, the, it's like a fence. It's like a wall, like a fence between the two properties, and so they just all get up there and <laughs> start dancing at him. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, see? Yeah. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And there's a kind of a subplot between um, like a local election going on with, with Catherine O'Hara as the mum, very much supportive of the local candidate. And then it kind of, there are hints that maybe at least the local candidate is interested more in her as a lady rather than as her as a political operative and a supporter. It was a very political movie for the most part. Mm. Didn't realise that. A bit boring. <laughs> well, that's, that's yeah. I don't care about Irish politics and whatever it was, 70s. Yeah, set in the 70s, filmed in the 90s. So, yeah. I don't know. People seem to like want to make a movie about their childhood and then this kind of seems like that was it for these filmmakers, don't you mm. reckon? Yeah, I guess, yeah. And uh, the mum character hates Protestants. Yeah. That's very That's a Irish. Thing. <laughs> it's funny. That is such a huge thing in Irish history, and that's you know they've had many a war over that. And like to you and me here sitting in Australia in 2021, we're like, aren't they mainly the same? Like <laughs> you're both into the same god, pretty much, aren't you? Like, yeah, basically. Yeah. It's not all about that. Obviously, it's lots of history and all all sorts of other. Um, elements going into the, that that eternal conflict, but yeah, yeah it's like absolutely. just chill out, guys. You probably agree on most things, you know. Yeah, live and let live, exactly. baby. Yeah. You know, yeah. 
Now, I, I do have Irish blood in me, though, Dylan. So, and I'm very oh. much on her side then, because you know we're <gasps> we're on the. <laughs> you hate the Protestants. We're on the we're on the Catholic heritage, even though I would not know anything about being Catholic. So. Oh, so you're like hardcore Catholic? No. <laughs> like Daredevil, mate. Much to the disappointment of all my grandparents. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no, they're fine with it. I think. I think by the time I came along, they were kind of resigned to the fact that yeah, the, the grandkids aren't going to be. <laughs> <laughs> as into the religion as the kids were as, as we were that's fine but different generations you know oh yeah mate you latch on to different things hmm. yeah they liked religion you love bloody what do you like books I don't want books I like you're a book man like films or like recording bloody podcasts. bookworm mate that's you <laughs> that's okay that's me <laughs> that's me alright alright um, so yeah just I guess overall though the film recommend it I mean I guess so it's free no. on YouTube like, nah, no? I don't even recommend it there because it's in 240p. It was a bit hard to watch, wasn't it? Yeah, it's like Christina Ritchie's face is one pixel. Mm. <laughs> not good enough. <laughs> not good enough at all. Yeah. Um, Got to see Jared Leto's bum, though. Oh, we hey? do. We have mentioned the sex scene, which is kind of funny. Oh, it's all right. They fall out of bed, don't they? Yeah, I yeah. guess. That's funny. Is it? <laughs> okay. We do see his bottom, then he gets thrown out. He does very much. He, he screws up, doesn't he? It's like, dude, you just you just lost your V card. Don't don't make a thing of it. Oh, he goes off. He's like, oh my god, I want to change my life. I want to, <laughs> you know, I want to get married. Let's get married. I love you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's just like, fucking light in, <laughs> chill out. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And like, it must have been a good time for him, but. I would imagine most people's first time aren't life-changing like that, but maybe it's different in Ireland. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. I mean, that was his, like, goal for the summer, and he accomplished his goal, so... Yeah. Can we just... Before we get to the wrap-up and, and reviews and things, Dylan, mm. one thing about the film that didn't... It's kind of annoying to me. The whole thing was, like, he fails his exams first up, he thinks, and he's like, <laughs> oh, my God, I've got this whole summer. I'm basically anxious, having a panic attack, because what do I do next? And then we get to the end of the film. He's like, oh, yeah, you passed. Straight A's. Good on you. Yeah. Aced it. <laughs> Flying colours. How's that acceptable? Yeah, I get I that. mean, I got the vibe he didn't try. Yeah. Like, is it on a, on a scale maybe? And, like, he just happened to be on the bell oh, curve. No. And then I came. Yeah, I don't know. There's just... I guess that was the thing. Like, it was all in his head. And, again, he's got... Going through issues that are unrelated to his uh, academic performance in general. But... It kind of felt a little bit hollow, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, one of his siblings was like, oh, it must be a mistake. And then they <laughs> laugh it off. Like, no, that's a, that's a valid question. That's a valid <laughs> statement. It could be a mistake, very much so. I think we need to look into it. Yeah. yeah maybe it could have been... I think sometimes they'll look like watch films like this. Like, bring that forward a bit, maybe. And then he's got to deal with the fact, he's like, oh, no, I didn't actually fail. Now I've got to make some decisions because, as it was in this film... It kind of wrapped up everything quite neatly. And it's like, oh, okay, he actually likes fine. He'll be okay. He's going to uni or whatever. And yeah. he's had sex and he's now he's actually into the other girl and he's maybe got something going with her. And yeah, He's told his mum off. Yeah. yeah. And his dad's back and it's all going to be okay. I mean, mm. that's how you, it's a nice ending to the film, I suppose. But maybe. Was it end? Was yeah. it end? Maybe not. No. Maybe not. Okay, so on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, 59%. Not great. But no, not great. That's not fresh, is it? Is 60% fresh? I believe so, yeah. 
Mm. Um, it didn't seem to cross Roger Ebert's desk, so I don't have a Roger Ebert review, unfortunately. Oh, no, big Rog. No. Well, but as I said, Empire gave it three out of five, and it's kind of like down the middle. It's okay, mm. basically. Mm. Doesn't seem like it's had much of a... Uh, Cult following? No, not, not much staying power, but no. it was kind of... Well, some of the comments on YouTube were kind of like, oh, this is cool seeing some of my favourite actors like like Jared and Christina in early roles and and seeing Moira Rose early on is kind of fun, but yeah. Well, I mean, to be honest, the people who are searching for this movie on YouTube and taking the time out to comment it obviously mm. like the movie. Yeah. yeah. It's true, Dylan. <laughs> and then there are people like us who are doing it for a podcast. Yeah, we didn't even want to watch it. And here we are. Well, we do. Now it. we know all about Frankie Griffin and his story. Yeah, we do. His summer fling, if you will. Yeah. So why do you think they changed that? Is it because Last of the High King sounds like a fantasy movie? Yep. Because <laughs> that's what I thought this was. Oh, no. Oh, originally, originally when yeah, we yeah. looked it up. But yeah. then when I uh, you know, got into the synopsis, I was like, oh, no. Boring. Hmm. <laughs> bit misleading, Christina, with her titles. It's yeah. like... Uh, Go dig a secret of Bear Mountain, thought it'd be a fun adventure. No. No. Awful. No, we haven't had a great run recently, have we? What's she doing? Yeah. I think I need to I think I need to call her. I think <laughs> we need to have a chat. Okay. I'll be like, what happened in the late nineties, love? What's going on? <laughs> well, what I think happened for this one, Jill, is that she wanted a holiday to Ireland. <laughs> she was happy to go on set for one or two days, you know? Did they actually film in Ireland? I think so. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I don't her um, parts, even in the bus and the house. I don't know. And the taxi cab. I didn't question it, so maybe they did, maybe they didn't. What a waste of money if they did. Late nineties Dylan. Everyone's got so money like crazy. I'm like now. Mm. You should have had me as producer on there. Yeah, you would have filmed it all in a, in a shed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate, yeah. Exactly. All right. Anything else you want to say about Summer Fling? Last of the High Kings. Mm, I don't um know if you want to <laughs> It's fine. Very yeah. middle of the road. Yeah. I think the epitome of a 5 out of 10 film. Yeah. Yeah, not bad, not wonderful. It's okay. Kind of, I've forgotten most of it, you know, in the last week since <laughs> I've seen it, so, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, his sibling has, like, brain damage or something. Yeah, and he's a good brother in that sense, I suppose. Because mm. actually, the one really nice scene is when his little brother comes in and is scared and having a nightmare or something, and so they get into bed and have a little cuddle together. I thought that was nice. Yeah. And there is something I, I quite appreciate because he's like a bigger brother and, you know, I've been a little brother in that situation, and he does seem like a nice big brother who's big brothers and big sisters sort of take on responsibility, which they don't have any choice in, you know? Yeah, <laughs> in sure. Families, so that was cool. Yeah. That said, sad case, so. <laughs> yeah, still not great. Yeah, Dylan, what's coming up next on the Christina Chronicles? That darn cat. <laughs> mm. Now, we've actually already watched this one, but Dylan has said we're not allowed to talk about it until we record. So, Yeah, we we don't know what we each think of it, do we? And I want to keep it that way. We're basically like, you know, two cowboys in the middle of the street. In the standoff, mate. Ready to yeah. go. Ready to launch our opinions on Oh, each yeah, other. mate. Well, my hand's hovering over my gun. <laughs> I'm ready to shoot those truth bullets at you. <laughs> I'm ready to go. The only way I want to go, Dylan, is... <laughs> <laughs> Talking about that dog cat. <laughs> exactly, exactly. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, thank you for listening to our podcast about uh, Last of the High Kings. Or Summer Fling. Or Summer Fling. Yeah, whatever floats your boat. Uh, it'd be great if you could review and rate and spread the word to your to your mates. Um, get in touch as well. That'd be nice, wouldn't it, Dylan? I'd love it. <laughs> you definitely would. We're on the social, aren't we? Absolutely. Everywhere, mate. Everything you can think of. We're yeah, there. That's right. Um, and thank you, Mark Irons, for our theme song. Mark the man, as always. And you know what? Thank you, Christina Ritchie, for being in this movie for a little bit longer than last time. It made it felt a little bit more worthwhile doing the Christina Chronicles when she's in the movie for more than one scene. Yeah, absolutely. Until next time, I miss you, Christina. I miss you, Christina. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.